you cannot force uh, this stuff to happen, but it's good if people have open minds and they let the things happen if they fit well. I would say we're definitely interfacing at a creative level. <laughs> this is the Art Meets podcast series brought to you by the Swiss Arts Council Poivetia within the frame of its focus on art, science and technology. In this series, you'll hear collaborators from the arts and sciences having conversations about sharing knowledge and co-creating. Sometimes the different domains of art and science have clear lines, but not always. Like in this episode, both my guests don't divide into categories. This is Art Meets Technology. I'm Jennifer Kakshuri, and my guests will introduce each other. Oliver Yerke, I first know him as a synthesizer maker, but on further reflection, I find out that he's a chemist by training and now works for the Zurich Water Treatment Plant. Miranda Moss is an artist uh, from South Africa and is doing a lot of visual work and also electronic work and also doing music. That's how I got to know her a little bit better. Oliver is a very sensitive educator. He is a very good listener. His pedagogical approach is uh, very mindful and caring and nurturing for people who are trying to discover things for themselves. Miranda is very enthusiastic. She is also, I would say, in a way direct. And she is good in uh, self-teaching herself. And quiet up until a point when he has something to say and then he will say it but often we need a bit of time to wait for that and it's taken me maybe a few years to see this process brewing in the head and to allow for that space to happen before the words can come out. Miranda is a, a very warm person and also she's I would say empathic to other people. Also she has I would say an analytical mind in contrast to that maybe. So I think that helps her to get on with her stuff. We meet on screen, as one does these days. Sound technologist and trained chemist Oliver Yaki and artist Miranda Moss have communicated and exchanged their joint work electronically for a long time. At the moment, it is rare for them to be at the same place geographically, but they don't seem to mind. When we speak, Miranda's in Sweden, in Vekre, where she studied. And I just handed in my master's thesis last night. A master's of art in sustainable design. And Oliver is in Zurich at work at the Water Protection Laboratory, where he looked into some analytical data this morning. I tried to figure out some unknown peaks from the instrument and had at least some partial success. And I will go on with that, I guess. Their worlds seem very different, at least at first sight. Miranda and Oliver met in Switzerland a few years ago. Yeah, I think the, the first time we met was actually before the door of our old hackerspace in Zurich. I'm a part of the Swiss Metronic Art Society and we run a hackerspace in Zurich. Hold on a moment. Swiss Mechatronic Art Society, that's Oliver's passion. The Swiss Mechatronic Art Society is an association and promotes creatives in electronic technology, mechanics, IT and other related areas through research, events and networking. And, as Oliver said, they run a hackerspace. And on Tuesday evenings, there is always this open lab where everyone can join 
and come to our place, work on the project or just hang out and have a chat. And yes, so one evening, Tuesday evening, Miranda was standing before the door. I never would have seen myself walking into a hackerspace, I guess, before going to Switzerland, but I was on a Prohovitsia-sponsored residency along with artists and labs, and I was working at a phytopathology laboratory in Bermansdorf, and um, kind of accidentally met one of the scientists at the botanical gardens one Sunday, and their friend said, oh, you're making works kind of with electronics, you should check out this space. And yeah, I was like kind of nervous going into this hackerspace, <laughs> but I'm still going. <laughs> Why were you nervous? Um, it's something I'm trying to evaluate a lot to try and stop this happening to other people, I guess. This feeling of like, oh, I don't have enough knowledge. There's nothing that I can contribute to this kind of space. Everyone is like super technical and they know like lots of things. And in my studies have focused a lot on gender-related issues with STEM. And I think this confidence and also just like walking into this big room of guys, which it usually is, who have a lot of technical knowledge or like a lot of people are programmers, for instance, and then they go to the hackerspace and they do their fun projects. But often, at least I thought there weren't so many artists, let's say, who were had a background in creative industries. So one of the cool guys at the hackerspace of the Swiss Mechatronic Art Society was Oliver, and it turned out he was a nice, open-minded guy. Maybe you're still wondering what mechatronics really are. Mechatronics is uh, something that has to do with electronics, of course, and mechanics. It's kind of a fusion of the both. Could be a robot, could be a synthesizer, could be also something like programmed or uh, visual. That's a field where Miranda sees a connection to her artistic work. I would see my work with robots as trying to run on like a kind of parallel trajectory to what's happening in like academia or in corporate robotics and mechatronic development. There's like this freedom to, you know, be outside of those goals and aims, which we usually find coming up again and again in the industry and in institutions. And so that's nice. I mean, it's It's like the criticality of the medium is sort of built into the practice, I would say, when, yeah, thinking about the art and, and making things that are, I guess, useless in a sense to this like petro-capitalist robot narrative. Useless in the sense of it being a product, an outcome of what you, what you produce. I say useless. I mean, Simone Geertz is like the really famous person that's like very obviously kind of useless, crappy robots that she makes, but... For instance, now I'm working on a project with my partner, Daniel Brownell, and we're making a robot that like looks after chickens, basically. We're hoping to kind of critique how technology is used with regards to factory farming and animals and also critique how we look at factory farming sort of at the same time. And um, in Slovenia, they're hooking us up with some really cool agricultural scientists And they're like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what we're doing. And I'm like, really? Because we're basically aiming for like a robot that can cuddle chickens. Like, is this interesting for industry? I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, so sort of less, less concerned about mass production, I suppose, is one. This project called Galus Galus Roboticus sounds like activist art. Researching, collaborating and creating something helpful and raising awareness for animals such as chickens and roosters. Miranda's artwork includes nature and science. What's usually first for her? An idea that sparks within the sciences? Or 
an idea that is like an artistic idea? I think I'm not as good at separating stuff. I struggle to put a label on myself. It's easy to say that I'm an artist now also because I studied art, but I guess it was sort of towards the end of me in, in my bachelor's of arts degree that I kind of got into sciencey stuff in some way and then started particularly meeting like Oli and Mark to say it, feeling like, oh, like I can actually investigate stuff. Whereas before I think I was working in quite a superficial level, like an aesthetic and a sort of poetic level. Um, and now, yeah, now it's difficult for me to draw distinctions. There are things that I'm, what I love about being an artist, even though I keep saying like, oh, I don't want to be an artist anymore. What I love about being an artist is like, oh, it's just the artist doing that weird thing. Like, oh, don't worry about them, you know, you can, and I think we can get away with, with quite a lot. Miranda's open to all genres and crafts. She is, or at least seems to me, as someone entirely fearless for any medium to bring her message forward. Back to Oliver and Miranda. They create music together. I mean, the recordings are kind of two parts. One part is, let's say, the electronic part, which was some synthesizers and some effects. Uh, the delay machine I actually built myself. But this is just like one part. And then the other part is uh, we went to this amazing water tower in Wechwe, which has the most incredible reverb because of its parabolic shape. And we carried lots of stuff up there. Yeah, like tubes and metal objects and an accordion and anything you can think of. And we played with the stuff under this uh, parabolic shape and recorded it. And like those two things together create now this sound. So it's layers that you put on top of each other and merge together? So the plan is that we're going to have a back and forth with this. And so we, we had a super great week when Ollie came to visit me here and a lot of jams and a lot of these are just like really long like recordings like over an hour and so this is sort of the first back and forward so now this has been sent to me this is Ollie overlaying these two tracks as far as I understand right so there's like the inside stuff and then the outside stuff but you also neglected to mention Ollie that the synthesizers we also made ourselves Ali was bringing his Swiss etching, homemade etching technology to Vechwe and we were um, doing some like DIY circuit board etching for synthesizers. And I think it's in that quite deep noise that we can hear with, with the lava lamp situation. The chip is like powered and reflects the changes in light. And so we put this against a lava lamp in the dark, like where we were jamming. And then when the lava lamp sort of moved, it would change the sound. It was pretty crazy for this tiny little thing. And then I think we were also using like garlic and vegetables for passive components. That was fun. <laughs> How do you use garlic? As someone who doesn't have much electronic understanding, I will describe it in laywoman's terms. But I, I think that everything kind of has capacitance and resistive qualities, right? 
No, Ali is shaking his head. Yes. No, it's no, no. It's exactly like it is. I mean, everything is basically uh, has a resistance and a capacity, so you can use it as an electronic compart. It just so happened that the aloe vera was really good as a resistor, and also a banana. Like these passive components in this very simple synthesizer we made, they're kind of tuning the frequency of how the chip will behave. That was really nice for me. It was very like further demystifying of the whole thing. So I've always felt like circuit boards are like this kind of weird magic, whatever. And of course, often if you take like a proper resistor or a proper capacitor, it sounds not as good or interesting as you take a garlic or another, like a banana or something. <laughs> Two geeks talking, an intellectual take on composing sound and using vegetables and fruits. Oliver and Miranda send each other the recordings and add or change something. It's like playing ping pong with sound files. A chemist, mechatronic technologist, and an artist composing music. Is this collaboration between two artists, or is it between an artist and a scientist, or even two scientists? I would say we're definitely interfacing at a creative level. <laughs> When I told Ali about this podcast, he was like, but Miranda, we haven't really been collaborating in these roles, you know, which I think is great. We haven't done any publicly published projects, but we've been very involved in various of each other's projects along the way. And I guess then it's more obvious, but still not like we meet in a transdisciplinary point. Like with my master's, for instance, Ali's uh, knowledge as a chemist and as a synthesizer geek and electronics nerd was all very kind of useful insights for me. Yeah. Aside from her Proevetia artist and labs residency in 2017, Miranda has had exhibitions in art spaces, for instance, in Marseille, Stockholm and Cape Town. She uses nature, electronics and also poetic and aesthetically really convincing content to create food for thought in a playful way. Oliver and Miranda haven't had a public appearance yet with their sound creations and experiments. We haven't discussed this in detail, but actually we had plans to do performances, live performances. I would love that to do for sure, yeah. And I think it should happen at some point, yeah. Maybe Oliver will have some convincing to do. I've gotten to a stage in my life which is so great where I feel like I can just research and that's what I want to do. I just want to research and make stuff. I've stopped thinking about like gallery spaces and exhibitions like quite a while ago. Oliver is a chemist who analyzes water. At the same time, he builds synthesizers and composes music. Collaborating with Miranda influenced him not only as an artist, but even more so as a scientist. When I met Miranda, I started more using also these DIY, let's say, technologies or approaches or mindsets also in my daily work. Because I think it's like in this very, let's say, high-tech environment, often it's also a cool thing or a good thing to, to go easy, not always to do the most complicated thing. So, for example, I, I started uh, 3D printing at, at work or for work. That's uh, like doing these uh, small, useful uh, parts or like uh, helpers people can use at uh, our laboratory for like holding stuff or uh, adjusting somewhere at a place. 
And Miranda had a way of doing things kind of, let's say, directly and so that it works. Miranda, what did you learn from Oliver for your work? Should we say a lot of stuff <laughs> in a few ways? I guess there's that meta aspect about the pedagogical, uh, the nurturing, which sets a stage. And then, of course, well, I also still go to the open lab. I try to go every Tuesday. They've made a really great virtual world. So I can still go to the open night, which is great. Yeah, I guess this this culture of workshopology, as you guys call it, I really fell straight into that and like, yes, this is great. This is perfect. And turns out I really love teaching as well. So drawing on your kind of approach to these things and then distilling it into something, into the direction where I'm interested, for instance, getting young girls more involved in geeky stuff. Sounds good to me. Get more young women involved in geeky stuff as mechatronic acrobats Miranda Moss and Oliver Yaki are. This was the Art Meets Podcast, a series within the art, science and technology focus of the Swiss Arts Council Poelvizia until 2024. Check the Poelvizia website for more information. In the next episode, Art Meets Biohacking, as researchers, we document in laboratory notebooks, we publish papers, but one of the things is how to document the process. In my work with biologists, I'd seen that a lot of the work stays in a lab. So I think at the heart of the project was also the fact that you had these scientists doing these amazing things. How do we get this work out? into the real world. How, how does this work exist outside the laboratory? So that was also a driving force. This is a production of the Audiobande, a joint venture for sound adventures. <laughs> <laughs>